to Almost 30 with Krista Williams and Lindsay Simpson. Each week, we catch up with Krista and Lindsay to hear what's happening now, what hilariousness happened then, and to ask, is it Almost 30? What's going on, Almost 30 Nation? It's Linz. Hope you're having the best day. Um, And if you're not, you still have time to change it. We got you. Uh, We hope this episode will certainly help. Thank you so much for subscribing, rating, and reviewing. If you haven't rated and reviewed, we would love it if you would give us a shout. It just takes a few minutes. So what it does is help us gain more visibility. We can bring on more guests and just create a better show. We want to hear from you. So thank you so, so much for doing that. And thank you for joining the secret almost 30 podcast Facebook group. It is blowing up. We have hundreds of uh, members who are chatting, discussing, helping one another, lifting each other up every damn day. I'm learning something new every day. So thank you for being a part of it. Thank you for being a presence in that group if you already are. And lastly, thank you so much to our West Coast listeners who were able to come and ride with us this past weekend at our Almost 30 Podcast Soul Cycle Ride. It was incredible to see 60 of you show up and meet one another, connect. The energy and love and positive intention in that room was so palpable. We were like blown the F away. So thank you so much. And thank you to our sponsors who uh, sponsored the ride, Hum Nutrition, Elemental Superfood Bars, Perfect Bar. Um, And one of our listeners made her Energy Bites, Gina, thank you so much. And to Healthy Kombucha, you are the bomb. Um, And of course, Soul Cycle, I love you fam. You guys were amazing. Look out for future events that we will be putting on. It's pretty incredible. This community is growing, freaking me out in the best way. All right. So this week's episode is a good one. We welcome one of our favorite women here in Southern California who we've become close with, uh, Colleen McCann of Style Rituals. So Colleen is a shamanic energy medicine practitioner, and she works within the realm of creative methods and practices, utilizing color theory, body type, chakra systems, crystals, astrology, and feng shui principles. Sorry, I was like, what is that word? Feng shui. (laughs) She is a master at aligning the energetic and visual body creating a sense of balance, wellness, and fullness. She believes that when you feel good, you look good. And when you look good, you feel good. So she's just really aligning your spiritual body, your intuition with that physical body. Krista and I both had readings recently. So we do talk about that in this episode. Uh, We also focus and discuss Colleen's beginnings. So Colleen started in the fashion world and how the hell did she get here? So that story is crazy. We chat with her about how she has strengthened and enhanced her skill set. who have been her spiritual teachers and mentors. Where has she traveled to and spent, who has she spent time with and what practices she has spent time perfecting and honing so that she can help people further connect um, with their spirituality. And we also talk about how we can further connect 
to our sense of intuition and our um, perception of energies around us. It is so interesting. My reading with Colleen was exactly what I needed at the time. I needed to let a few things go. We will discuss this in the episode. And what I realized is that it was something that I knew. And she helped me to further connect with that kind of like little gnawing energy that I felt. So super interesting. We are very grateful because Colleen is back and forth between LA and New York all the time. So, so busy. So she had time to visit our studio. We have our in-studio and what do you know? Steve's in studio today and Steve gets a reading from Colleen. So this is amazing. Stay tuned. Enjoy this episode guys. Almost 30 nation. We're here right now. Colleen is in the room. We have a huge spread of cards. Right now, we're setting we're setting the intention with her cards. I'm going to take a picture and post it on Almost 30 Podcast. Insta, the gorgeous Colleen. Okay. Yeah, I need to so, okay. Okay. So, I want everybody to pick a card. Everybody pick a card. Steve, too. Um, Steve's picking a card. And then also, you guys know the drill. Since you've had readings with me, there's something in this bag that belongs to you that's also going to give you a secondary message. So you can have something in mm. here. So have at it. Okay. Okay. Steve first. Steve, yeah. have you ever worked with magic rocks and um, cards yeah, before? A little bit. Great. Um, when? I lived in a, a town called Asheville for a while. Oh, so. never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I graduated college. Yeah, they have great crystal stores there. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite um, crystal? I, I really, I don't know anything about crystals, but okay. a lot of my friends do. Yeah. I've, cool. I've definitely just, really just bared witness to it all. So. Yeah. Um, no. Okay. Well, go ahead. Something in here belongs to you. If you need to dump it out. I can't look, right? No, just, you can. Oh, however, really? However you <laughs> track information. So if you need to run your hand over everything or you want to dip um, in there and get a surprise. This one caught my eye. That one? Okay. What does that mean for Steve? So that's carnelian. Carnelian. And carnelian is the stone of the second chakra. Okay. Your penis. (laughs) Yeah, for his penis. Exactly. So you're going to get hard during the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's not to make it bigger. Sorry. It's not to make it bigger. (laughs) Sorry. Um, You got to sleep with it on your penis at night. (laughs) I'm looking for the opposite. So. <laughs> well then, um, so that's so carnelian deals with the second chakra, which is where we hold all of our emotions. Okay. So for you, I would say it has to do with something that's emotional that's going on in your life yeah, right totally. now. Yeah, totally. I feel that. I know. But if a woman picked it, it's a little bit different because we hold so many different things there, right? That could be you have cramps, you just got your period, mm. sexual trauma, cysts, all kinds of stuff that, because mm. women are pretty active in their their second chakra, trying to get pregnant, don't want to get pregnant, sure. you know, whatever, right. whatever is your pleasure. Okay. Um, yeah, but in general, it means that, you know, people are are working with their emotions. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Does that feel right? Uh, you are working with your emotions because you're yeah, ex-girlfriend. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm still like, yeah. still going through some shit with that, so. That's what it was. Makes sense, yeah. But no, I have a sweet-ass job now, so that's so cool. True. Life is good, but. <laughs> So true. You know. Do you want to pick a card too? Sure. Okay, pick a card. come on over. So, do you know how did you pick the stone out of there? Did you Did uh, you I look like, at it? I like that color. You like the color. Mm-hmm. Just, okay. It was like in the center of the bag, and you know, 
I just that's the mm. first thing I saw, okay. so I picked that one. Okay. Pick a cool pick a card. A goddess card. Interesting. Mm. Who do we have? Bodies of ours the lake, river, ocean, tree, charge your batteries. That's interesting. Isn't it? <laughs> It is. Wish you were in studio right why? now. I know. Um, oh, I can't talk about it. It's on the air. I know. That's okay. No way. No, no. It's about... Uh, you can't talk about it on the air? No, it's about my new job. It's like water themed. The whole really? Yeah. Every room is... Cool. Is, Every uh, room is water? It's called like Typhoon. Furniture? Or, uh, really? Ontario. There's like rooms. All the studios in the building are named after bodies of water. Check. Huh. That's what I thought. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that and also, like, you do need to, what is telling you is also about, like, recharging. You Mm -hmm. do actually, whatever's going on with her, Mm -hmm. like, you need to, you need to, like, have some me time and go on, like, a two to four day trip for yourself. Yeah, I can feel that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just mentally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Do some shrooms. Whatever. Uh, Yeah, you know. (laughs) Just whatever. (laughs) I love that. Wait, that feels, like, right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, gonna, okay. I'm laying off uh-huh. the, uh, the psychedelic. So you have to. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna keep the stone in the card because that's the energy that you're working with and carrying right now. Okay. And so shamanically, when you know you're ready to kind of move through that energy, especially with the card, you want to burn, bury, or set to sea, because if this is your your Steve container, right? Mm-hmm. There's only so much room in there. So, um, you know, before you can call new things in, you have to release other things. Sure. So on. you'll let that go. Thank you for being here. The messages it's given you, and then you want to move forward. Yeah, all the signs are pointing me to the right answer. I'm just fighting it. Okay. Mm. Cool. Woo! Love that so much. Okay, anybody else? Lindsay's turn. Okay. Come on over. So what are tarot cards for people that don't know, for the listeners? Oh, God. I um, know, it's kind of broad, but Yeah. Um, but like, how would you explain tarot cards to someone that doesn't know anything about it? Messages? Yeah, I mean, tarot cards, they just help, they kind of help build a visual narrative. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So for, you know, when you're dealing with something that's unseen, mm-hmm. you want to provide mm-hmm. a visual narrative for your client. And mm-hmm. I do that through cards and crystals, and this is one way. So... You could see Steve pick something and he just immediately, you know, there's a thousand cards here and he picked the card that was giving him the right message about mm-hmm. the water. Mm-hmm. Mm. I love that. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. And, you know, pictures are worth a thousand words to people. Mm-hmm. So this is just like a really, it's a really great way to track what's going on with you or somebody else. Yeah. It's amazing. Love that. Yeah. I'll go. Since Lindsay's going to be slow. Listening. <laughs> right. right there. Vows, baby. Oh, past life card. Really? Now, what else is always interesting? So there's probably one of those. In all, no, that's the thing. People pick the cards that look like them. Really? Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> it is kind of true. It's kind of crazy. It, it, it <laughs> you guys, for like the visual it. narrative, there's two really hot Checked babes <laughs> on the vows card. <laughs> Steve got a chick. <laughs> so this is past life card. What does that mean? Past life. So when you're so you probably have some kind of energetic trauma mm-hmm. that surrounding vows that you have made. That mm-hmm. on a like if you're not with someone that reads cards all the mm-hmm. time and you're doing this alone, that's like the first message you could probably mm-hmm. take away from that. Energetic trauma from a past life? Yes. I've known that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I killed someone, I think. Yeah, I could see that. Yep. 
They're so, kind of vicious. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I've killed someone, and it, like, is— I, every psychic has said that. Not killed someone, but they're like, something happened in a past life that you're, like, still paying for. Yeah. But actually, the last psychic I saw, I think, before you was, like, your, your equal now. Like, your karmic debt is, like, up, mm-hmm. so you're no longer paying off a karmic debt. Well, and it's interesting because Lindsay's in the background, so. So true. Sisters. <laughs> sister, sister. So and true. now I'm pulling a crystal. I'm not looking. I'm just feeling. I want this one right here. No, I don't want that one. No. Oh, no, 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 no I don't no, want no, that no, one. No. <laughs> what did I pick? You get what you need, not I, what you Did want. I get carnelian? You have carnelian, too. Me and Steve got twin crystals. Oh, nice. Cheers, Steve. <laughs> oh, yours is bigger than mine. It's true. <laughs> Got a bigger dick than you. <laughs> Lindsay's turn. Mary, are you going to talk about the... Oh, the vows card. Past no, life. the crystal. Oh, well, the, the crystal is the same one as the, okay. that Steve picked about emotions. Okay. Where she has really bad cramps and isn't talking about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bleeding. Okay, pick a crystal. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wish I would have looked. What'd you get? <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> what is this one? I actually have not. Is I this love citrine? That. It is citrine. It's oh. a good one for money, baby. Yeah. So citrine deals with the third chakra. So we're going up one chakra from these two. Mm. And um, that is personal power and also deals with business in the way that when you're calling in business, financial abundance, literally like dollars. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Cool. Now get your card. Pick a good one. That's the new deck. Five of cups. It's a new deck, yeah. So cups, That's those are always, when you're dealing with the different suits of cards, mm-hmm. cups is um, the suit that deals with abundance. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. So you have your body now just tracked. You have an abundance stone and an abundance card. So it's like when you think of all those phrases like the cup runneth over, fill your cup up, right? Mm. So it's abundance. Um, I've been asking for abundance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to get that gig. Yeah. Amen, sister. Mm-hmm. Think for a minute. The immediate message I heard is kind of, it's something about like coming out of your, coming out of the shadow, coming out of the background, kind of like stepping forward in mm-hmm. what you do mm-hmm. instead of, you know, because she looks kind of hidden and she's veiled. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I mean, she's got, you know, uh, she's sexy under there, right? Yeah. Totally. She's got great boobs. She's got great tits. She does have great boobs. Right? Oh. I see. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I would say around that. Love Thank that. You. Love that. Keep that card. I love that card um, so much. Okay, guys, almost 30. What's up? We're so happy to have you here. We just set the room. We just got our crystals. We just got our cards from Colleen McCann. Pumped she is here. She is the best. We had her... Um, I had her on 100 Blog, did an interview with her, and then we had her at our last event. She was amazing. She is a Vogaproof shaman. She is a crystal healer. She is an intuitive. She is a mystic. She is all of the things. And she's a goddess. A goddess. She's dope, and she's funny, and she's fun, and we love her. So happy to have her here today. Oh, Thank you, welcome. guys. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, when you describe yourself to people, what do you say? Like if you're at a, a cocktail party. Do you, is it, are you scared to be like, I'm a psychic because people are going to be like, oh my God, reread me? Um, 
I, I do kind of sometimes avoid what I am just so I don't have mm-hmm. to go into that conversation if yeah. I'm just trying to hang out with my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I tell people I'm a shamanic practitioner. That's the first thing I say. Mm. What is a shamanic practitioner? Um, someone that practices shamanism. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what do shamans do? They basically on a very, very base level, they are conduits to things that people can't see, right? In the Mm. unseen world, we're literally here to provide messages and healing to those that that need it. Mm. Yeah. Have you ever done ayahuasca? I haven't. (laughs) No, I actually haven't. Really? I think my number's up, though. This year. Go. What do you mean? Like you need to do you it now? Yeah, it. I feel I feel like it's coming. Where can it we just, do it? Um, I mean, the best place to do it is with someone that you trust and safe. I'd ask you to go. I'd go to the go to the yonder. Go to the wilderness. Go mm-hmm. to Chile or Peru, Colombia, um, or if you're going to do it here in America, I'd ask you to go out into the wilderness. Don't do it. In, the city. in a ballroom at a Marriott. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, exactly. And <laughs> did she do Sorry. that? She I was just in a ballroom at a Marriott she was today. <laughs> Marriott ballrooms. Um, not doing ayahuasca. Ayahuasca too, guys, is like a psychedelic drug. Yeah, and it's. it's I'm big surprised time. you haven't d- done it. Well, listen. I mean, it's like it's a it's a biggie. It's yeah. called ayahuasca. It's called um, the Great Death. Mm-hmm. Because it helps pieces of you die that you no longer need. Mm, that's what it does. It's pretty severe. There's can be crying and puking and shitting yeah. and all yeah. kinds of good stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys saw Chelsea lately go for yeah, it, right? Of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What okay. was she doing, puking the whole time? Um, she, well, actually, she had—didn't her friend have a more severe reaction and she was kind of like the— Yeah. Strength. For him, yeah. She was being the mother. She was like, oh, I have to shit, but I'm going to lay with you. Really? <laughs> I'll just shit with yeah. you. <laughs> I'll shit, shit on you. you. <laughs> when did you know that you had a gift? Um, How early was it? Well, you know, it wasn't until my late 20s when I started to notice something was going on. And by the time I hit my 30th birthday, it was full on. I started hearing voices when I turned 30. I heard my first voice in a bodega in Brooklyn, South Forth and Bedford. And I was in there in the middle of the night because I was hungry. And I was in the middle of a trend presentation and nobody was in there. And I heard a a man's voice say, a guy's going to come in and ask for bananas. And he's going to be 32 cents short. And I spun around and nobody was there. And I said, awesome. I'm not only tired, but now I need lithium. Um, <laughs> and as I was getting up to the counter, the guy, you know, busts in with the bananas and the whole scene plays out. And I said, okay, you're just really fucking tired. Fine. And then the premonition dreams started. There were ghosts in my bedroom. They would wake me up. They would touch me or just stand over me in a really creepy way. Whoa. Were they always dudes? Like, what do the ghosts look like? Fair question. Yeah, you know. Um, sometimes they were dudes. Mm-hmm. They're not there while you think they're there. <laughs> Are they, like, Are, ambiguous? Yeah. Is that the word? You know, sometimes, and, like, sometimes when spirits come across, it it's literally looks like the white light that you think it's just, like, a, a white uh, um, outline of a mm-hmm. person. Sometimes it's, like, a person that looks see-through. Really? Like, what you think of a ghost in a movie. Yeah. And sometimes it's, like, fully there, like a person. And sometimes it doesn't look like a person. It's a thing, not a person. What do you mean? Um, it could resemble more an animal. 
Mm. or something that kind of feels like alien-esque. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. When I was in like fourth grade, I saw this show was Castle. My sister was having her birthday and then the show was Castle Ghosts of Ireland. And I'll never forget. I like walked in and I was like creeping around the corner at the birthday and I wasn't invited, but I was really young. And on the show, it was like a tiny little goat creature. And that was in the castle ghost. I'll never forget that creature creeped me the fuck out. And I was like, damn, ghosts can even be like goat creatures. Yeah. Yeah. They could, they could be hybrids for really? sure. Yeah. So. So um, you're in the bodega. I was in the bodega hearing voices. Premonition dreams are coming in strong. So, for example, I would, you know, if my cell phone's down, I knew who was calling. It's someone I haven't talked to in years. Right. Or I would have a dream that I would see someone from grade school. And I'd see them on Fifth Avenue the next day, and I would. Um, you know, and again, I kept trying to, you know, write it off, whatever. It's coincidence, right? And it wasn't until other healers started coming up to me on the street and telling me I was a healer, I needed to get trained, they knew things about me, they could see my bright green aura. I heard all kinds of things. And at that point, that's when I knew I started to need to get some kind of help. And I just thought I was crazy, and I had nobody to talk to. Wow. So who did you talk to first? Like who um, was someone that you found and connected with? That Well, a really good friend of mine who was also uh, a consultant for a company I worked with, um, she came up to me in the hallway and she goes, hey, do you believe in psychics? And I said, oh, you know, I don't really know. I don't have an opinion about it. And she's like, you really need to see my friend. And I said, okay, who's your friend? She said, he's a psychic. So... I was like, okay, well, maybe a psychic can help me because, Mm. you know, I'm kind of getting to that point. Like, it's either that or the mental institution. So I went to see this guy, and as soon as he opens the door, he doesn't even know my last name. At the time, I didn't even have Facebook, right? There's, like, no way my rational mind's telling me, like, he can't know anything about me. And he opens the door, and he goes, oh, honey, he's like, you're not crazy. You're psychic. Mm-hmm. And he's like, come sit down. And then I sit down. He's like, oh, there's all these American Indian guides around you. And, you know, mm. of course, like my dead grandma's coming through and I'm finding out all this information. So he gave me some books to read and was kind of starting to coach me on what I was, which was all very overwhelming. And again, I told I told nobody. In the course of five years, I told two girls like, the guy I was dating didn't even know. My, my parents didn't know. Because I, I didn't really have anyone to talk to, and I was scared and ashamed and, like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? Mm. I think for a lot of people, like, how did you—I wanted to talk about this. Like, how did you step out of that fear? You know, a lot of people have their calling or their passion or what they want to do, mm-hmm. and then there's that fear like you had for five years where you didn't tell anyone that something was going on that you knew about. Like, how did you step out of that into what you are now? Oh, God. Um, a lot of training. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that— So you got trained but didn't tell your friends or— Yeah, I didn't tell anybody. Okay. Nobody knew. Okay. You know, I think being around other people that are like me was— mm-hmm was really helpful when I go for shamanic trainings. There were so many other people there that could see dead people and mm-hmm. hear voices and do all kinds of stuff that it was it was like it's it's normal in that room. Mm-hmm. Um, that really helped. And the more the other thing was the more I ran away from it or tried to get away from it, the harder it came mm-hmm. for me. I didn't really have a choice. Like this isn't a job, it's a calling. Um this one time, because I was I was trying to get through um, 
one of the shamanic schools that I went to, and I had like eight jobs coming up, eight fashion editorials in one month. And I was like, okay, you know, oh, I can't go to class. Like I, I can't, I can't fly to South America right now. I have all these jobs. Like I need to make money. And then I woke up the next day and I, you know, I said this out loud and then every single one of my jobs was canceled. So now I lost all this money, but I had time to go to school. Mm -hmm. Spirit cleared my schedule. Wow. It's like, so what was what was fashion like too in New York? Like what what was that journey like? So well, Colleen was in fat like you you were yeah fifteen fifteen yeah. years in fashion. I started out as a designer and I realized I didn't like that because I didn't want to sit at the computer all day. Mm-hmm. And then I switched to styling, and I got my first taste of styling working at the international wing of Condé Nast. And I worked um, as an assistant for the fashion editors of probably like. 25 different major publications in Europe. And, you know, I was doing that when this started happening. Mm. And then, Mm. you know, I'll always be passionate about fashion. But, you know, when I realized I had to start shifting my career, but it did definitely become more of a way to make money while I was doing this, Mm. while I was training. Was it intense? Yeah, it's super intense. Mm. Um, I mean, you know, when you're... When you're doing shoots or commercials or anything like that, there's there's a lot of creatives in the room. There's a lot of different personalities so to handle. And I'm also an empath, so I walk into a room and I just feel mm. everything. I'm like a lint, a lint roller, right? And I, I pick imagine. up everybody's fuzz. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you get a lot of, like, crazy artistic personalities shoved into one room to try and make this beautiful image happen. There's just a lot going on. What would you say... As you started to tap into your gift, what were you feeling, I guess, from anyone, from people around you, from people that were close to you, that you were, like, picking up from them? Was it, like, things that they had been kind of suppressing, or was it, like, what what were you picking up from the people that were closest to you? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and how did you deal with that? Well, I, it was another reason I realized I needed to get trained or figure out what was going on. I was I was at a, a work event somewhere, and um, I was getting a woman dressed, and she was a uh, like a VP type of person. Mm. And she says something to me. I said, "Oh, well, blah blah blah. I mean, blah 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 about your baby." <laughs> and she looks at me and she goes, "How did you know I was pregnant?" And because she couldn't oh, see it, and and she goes, "I only told two people who told you." So now there's this like fight brewing, oh, and I was shit. like, "I didn't, I didn't know. I won't tell anybody." <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh and I realized so like stuff like that was starting to happen. So you know, I was having to do damage control mm. with this wow. in a lot of different ways. Or you know, I'd say things to people. It was always, "How did you know that? I didn't tell you." Or where are you? Where are you getting that from? Um, really? And I was like, I, I don't know. Yeah, you're like, I'm trying to figure it out. Myself. I'm trying to figure it out, too. Yeah, you're yeah. like, oh. Yeah. Wait, I want to—so you're an empath. and then, an empath. So for people that are empaths, yeah. how would you—and that's someone that picks up energy in a room and kind of can absorb yeah. it. And you, sometimes that's good or bad. Those are your—that's your clairsentience in mm. the room. Those are your feelers. So if, if people describe, they say— I feel like it's going to rain today. That person's more clairsentient than a clairvoyant who would say, I know it's going to rain today. Mm -hmm. Um, Or I think it's going to rain. So um, they're the ones that just, they're they're the the lint rollers. Mm -hmm. They they literally walk into a room and pick up 
everybody's shit pick up on it they're like radio tuner Mm. how do you help yourself because that can be damaging sometimes I'm sure that can be challenging. Yeah. I mean, I like to practice what I call good spiritual hygiene. Mm-hmm. I sage or palo santo myself every day. I have to do this type of meditation every night before I go to bed mm-hmm. that's kind of um, like an energy dump that I anybody I came in contact with that day and had a high energy experience, whether it's good or bad. So I dump all my clients every night <laughs> as well as people like if somebody if I was on the subway and somebody kind of like cross-check me really hard like I just got their energy all over Mm -hmm. me so I'll dump that person I'm on the airplane I dump them Um, if I'm in a conference room then I'll dump those people too Mm -hmm. do you like think about it you're just like okay I'm gonna dump all this energy and I'm done with it like how does one do that um it's kind of like a a grounding and breath work exercise that you can do and some visualization as well I kind of I I kind of think about that person and I ask them in my mind's eye to come forward mm. and you know with really big deep breaths yeah. I tell them their energy is not mine to hold I give it back with love and you know in my mind's eye again when with my eyes closed I can kind of see them just like walk away or do some kind of action and I know that there's there's been like an energetic transmission so to say mm. and a lot of breath work wow I love that. I, yeah. Well, I feel like you pick up a lot of energy mm-hmm. when you walk into a room. and I, I feel like for it's like someone that's a soul cycle instructor, too, that's really challenging because you're, like, around a lot of people that are, like, needing your energy. There's, like, yeah. a big energy exchange mm-hmm. happening every yeah, day. And I think I'm getting class. more and more sensitive to mm-hmm. it. I don't think I was always sensitive to it, maybe mm-hmm. because I wasn't sensitive to my own energy. But as I become more sensitive to my own, I become more sensitive to other people's. And I'm learning. It's mm-hmm. I'm learning how to... Because I, I don't want to push, I don't want to like push it away, but mm-hmm. like kind of create a, a, a safe boundary a shield. or mm-hmm. shield. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a beautiful shield. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, not spiky, but just something that protects me, protects me because um, it can, I do get heavy, mm-hmm. you know, if people yeah. kind of leech. Well, my yoga teacher, who's a client, she was telling me, um, you know, she's like, people come in and you don't realize the teacher gets so much shit thrown at them, Mm. right? Because it's like people just had road rage and they come into the yoga class or people had a really terrible meeting and they come into the yoga class and they like fling it at the teacher. So So you actually do need to be really careful. Mm -hmm. Okay. So true. I didn't think about that. Especially yoga. You know, that's challenging because that's like a very vulnerable place. Yeah. Mm. You know, so that can be like, have you had someone come into a reading and you're like, I don't think I can read you. Like what's like you're just like the energy's kind of whack. So because I'm an empath, that's also called being a heart based healer. So yeah. I kind of connect with people on a heart level. Mm. I also like I can read people's eyes. Mm. I read their energy. If I touch someone, I can pick things up as well. Mm. The more a person is open to working with me, mm. the easier it is to read. If somebody, you know, if their kind, if their heart is shut down, or they're just like, you know, when you go into that place with somebody, that is probably the most vulnerable thing you can do is allow someone else into your energy field. So if somebody's, you know, uncomfortable with that, it is harder to read. It is harder to read them. And I have people, you know, there's been. I've gone through a whole session. I'm like this, this, this. No, I keep seeing this, and they'll say no, and then at the end they're like. Well, I was really ashamed and didn't want to tell you that, but you were right. And I'm like, I've been sitting here yeah. talking about this for 45 fucking minutes. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah. And do you, do you, when you start a reading? Yeah. Do you already know a, a lot of, like, are you already given a lot of information or is it through the cards and the crystals and what they choose? But you're, are you already, before they even enter the room, given yeah. information? Mm-hmm. When I'm on, I mean, it can happen even the night before, especially if it's a client I'm, I see all the time and okay. I know and I'm just tuned into them. But when I'm in the car on the way to see somebody, I'll start to get messages about why that person wants to talk today. And then, mm. as you girls know, you've done a reading with me, like, at, at the very beginning, I blindly start to tell you something, right? And then we pick cards and you're like, oh, look, that's exactly what Colleen just said. And then we have we pick crystals and I'm like, oh, that has to do with the mm-hmm. cards, right? So we're really trying to – it's almost building like a, a storyboard of, of a visual narrative of what's going on for mm-hmm. you right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I do start to I do start to tap in first and then it just kind of unfolds as the session goes along. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. I loved the reading so much. Because yeah, there you. was a message that you about marriage for me. For you? Yeah. About my block with marriage. That was like coming through. Mm-hmm. My like not wanting to really like talk about or get mm-hmm. married anytime soon. And that came through like right away. I don't remember. Yeah. Of course I not. don't remember ninety well, percent no, of what I tell people. Oh so. no, that's fine. No. Yeah. But yeah, that was like very interesting. Not that I'm, I want to marry Justin at some, you know, I want to marry him. He's my person, but it's like I don't want to get married anytime soon. And I kind of like put that energy aggressively out there. Mm. So I think one of the first things you said to me <laughs> was, God. Who's this dude? Love. <laughs> I was like, like, Who's this? Basically, like, Who's this douchebag? And I was like, Did I say that? Mm. You said something like that, but it was like, I knew exactly who it was, and mm-hmm. I knew. She's like, why are you still, like, fucking around with him? Why are you still messing with him? Mm-hmm. Like, what is going on? And me not messing with him, but, like, why are you still involving yourself with mm-hmm. that? And I was like, oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Noted. Done. Dropped yeah. it. Dropped it since, sister. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was one of the first things you picked up on. Mm-hmm. And I brought it into the room. I felt it when I, yeah, I was like, oh. I, really? need, I need answers about this. Oh, you know really? What I mean? That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it, yeah, it was it was amazing. So we um, we basically – it's called a lunation reading. A lunation reading. Yeah. yeah. So we – Colleen gave us a reading, and it basically mapped out our year. Mm-hmm. Um, and without going into too much, like, personal detail, it was just it, – what it did for me was give me – um, a feeling of, okay, on my path, okay, um, you're almost like I'm ready for whatever it is, say the next six months are going to be like grind time mm-hmm. or nine months grind time. Mm-hmm. And it's almost, it gave me like a focus and a confidence like, yeah, okay, I'm here, I'm ready, you know, and um, and you spoke to something about like love or nesting or meeting someone literally before the new year, like way later. (laughs) And I was like, okay, that feels like kind of, it felt intuitively kind of what I knew, you know? And it Mm -hmm. just like, it confirmed for me. And also just, it like refocused where I was, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. It lets you chill. Let's you chill. You're like, all right, cool. It's going to be later in the year. I'm going to chill. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then it's also so bad because then at the end of the year you're like, hey, where are you? Yeah, literally on New Year's <laughs> Eve you're like, fucking, let's do this. 
<laughs> I'm like, Steve? <laughs> yeah, literally. He's already here. Sup, brother? Was you the whole time? <laughs> was you the whole time? <laughs> we knew. Um, it was amazing. I'm going to have my mom come to you if you're yeah. in town when she's in town. Great. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also started doing distance sessions, though. Oh, cool. Like Skype? Oh, yeah, I do Skype sessions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, we'll talk. Is yes. that harder to pick up or, like, pick up messages or? No, I just read people's eyes through the okay. computer screen. Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Same. I just um, come through the phone. Yes. <laughs> she will love that. Oh, my God. Well, she was asking me. Mm-hmm. You know, because my dad is not someone who be- believes or is is very open to that, but my mom is, and mm-hmm. she's coming out in a couple weeks. So I was like, "Got you, mama." Yeah, I wouldn't even let you read my mom. She's crazy. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> for women that like are, they're kind of like coming on their path, and they want to connect to more with their spirituality, and they want to become more like spiritual. Like, what what advice would you give them? Like, what would you do to connect more with your spirit with spirit? Um, you know, I think it's really good to be a dabbler for a while and, mm. and try out all kinds of different modalities. Mm. So take take class, work with different types of healers, um, go meditate, try, try, try breath work, do yoga, see a shaman, go to someone that's a psychic, someone that reads tarot cards, someone that read something else i don't know but yeah i think it i think it's nice to to try a little bit of everything and see what works for you mm-hmm. i love that and what if what if someone is intuitive i get those mm-hmm. girls yeah i know you mm-hmm. do like what do you what do you tell them and mm-hmm. what is kind of like, like take their... it to the next level yeah yeah um and i get... are they terrified like what is the general well you know I, <laughs> since i started doing this i have girls that have reached out for me that they see my photo and they tell me they know me Mm. from a past life and they need to meet me and see me and talk to me. So I get girls that come to me because they know they they have to. Um, I get a lot of women that need trained to do what I do. And of course, they'll make it their own, but I'm there to kind of be a guide and give them lessons and help them remember. Because when you're a healer, you, um, I believe in reincarnation and, you know, you come into every life as a healer. It just may look a little bit different. So I'm getting these girls that I need to help them re-remember how, how they are a healer, you know, Mm. how to, how to tap back in. That's all it is. And a lot of these girls, you know, I tell them, I'm like, look, you may never sit on the other side of the cards like I do and and do this full time. But if you can tap in and, you know, use your clairvoyant skills in what you do and that's great, you know, it's just really, I mean, tapping into your intuition on a, a basic level is good for everybody. Don't you want to be in a boardroom meeting and be talking to your spirit guides and getting the answers and being the best in the room? Mm-hmm. Yes. And nobody knows? Yes. Yeah. Do you, When you hear them, do you hear voices? Like, are they different types of voices? Like, do they have accents or <laughs> like boys and girls? Or are they or just all the same? <laughs> Some come with accents. Yeah. Like, um, so I'm clairsentient, clairaudient, and clairvoyant. Mm. Most people lead with one clair. I kind of got hit with all of them. So it literally depends on the person, um, or it could switch in the middle of a reading. Like it might be all voices, or I'll shut my eyes and I see, mm. 
I see visions and then I'll hear the voices over the visions. Or sometimes like I've had people sit down and I'll just look at them I'm like, oh, my God, my fucking head hurts. Do you have a headache? And they're like, yeah, I just I just took Advil. Like I, I literally will feel wow. what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, do you can you feel spirit that has passed? Yes. I also mm-hmm. work with the dead. So anybody that's that's crossed over mm. and somebody needs to get in touch with them or they might come and get in touch with the person that's sitting there doing the reading really with me yeah is that really emotional for people oh yeah yeah everybody cries with me really yeah yeah it is so true because it's truth yeah yeah, yeah. Well, well it's just and it's also when someone uh, no one came through during our reading for me and, but I've I don't I've think of anyone that would come through for me. I don't really know. You know, <laughs> I don't know. No one's like, ah, Chris is she's a lost cause. Really? <laughs> yeah, we're but when when they did have come through, I've had I've had a reading with a medium. I mean, it is like they're in the. It's just it's like they're here. Mm-hmm. Like they are. You know, yeah, I know, and it's just like. Yeah, you have no words, and and it's as if you were just talking to them, and yeah. they were just here, just on earth with you you know what I mean and so it's very emotional I can't even imagine like feeling that so does that mean that they're not reincarnated and that they're still in spirit form or what what does that mean yeah what do you need oh yeah talk about so that's a good question so um spirits can be at different stages sometimes what we call wayfaring spirits or disincarnate spirits they're not completely crossed over because they basically still have beef with a situation or with somebody Mm. on this planet and it could be um you know they didn't get to say goodbye to somebody right so they won't fully cross over they're stuck so somebody like me is going to help them cross i may actually literally physically help them cross over over or somebody they the spirits may say to me hey this person you're having a session with right here i need them to do xyz for me so that i can rest right Mm. because they're there they're active they're trying to get a message through exactly yeah what's an example of a message no oh god i mean i mean it could be anything sometimes there's been stuff like a will i had to help um somebody find a will because, because the family didn't know where the will was. And so I asked the person that crossed over where it was. Whoa. I called them into the room, and really? then we found the will, and it was fine. So you're and then you got written in the will. <laughs> Unfortunately not. And then you're like, and then I, they said, he said for me to be at it. <laughs> yeah, he also said. Ricky has another message. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um so, but can a spirit that's already crossed through come through? Like, for example, if your papa came through, is he still in his form? Like, or is he another form? Like, I don't know. Like, or if he's been reincarnated, can he still come yes. through? Okay. So normally when, you know, when spirits are coming over, they will come to you in the form that they were most happy, comfortable, mm-hmm, joyful. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know— I see a lot of dead grandmas, and hmm. a lot of times I'm, like, explaining this woman. I'm like, oh, and she looks like it's the 1940s, and her hair is in pin curls, and, you know, all this. And yeah. they're like, oh, my God, that's my grandma. But, like, they're showing um, themselves. Their heyday. They're yeah, like, their heyday, exactly, yeah, when they amazing. were looking good. Like a bikini. Yeah, totally. <laughs> they're definitely in bikinis. Totally. <laughs> like, I have this message. <laughs> um, can you talk to animals? 
I actually don't work with animals mm. at all, just people. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, there's shamans um, and intuitives that literally just work with wow. their animal whispers. I am not. I'm a people whisperer. Mm-hmm. Same, kind of, not really. Um, <laughs> so what's going on? So Colleen, right now, like what's going on with you? I know we got the goop crystals. There's the energy clearing kit that we just gave away. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I just announced and reached out to our winners. So they're going to be getting that. Um, but that's actually how I connected to Colleen was through her amazing goop products, kind of what she's doing right now. So I'd love to talk about like what's happening right now for you. What's happening? Um, well, there's definitely going to be some more products released this year. And, um, you know, I've been really blessed that I get to work with a lot of um, fashion and beauty editors and provide mm. education for them on crystals and space clearing and ghosts and <laughs> all kinds of good stuff. Yes. Um, so there will definitely be more more products and more articles coming um, I also do Crystal Covey on my site, so I feature mm. a different stone every month. So it's a Crystal of the Month Club, kind of like a Wine of the Month Club. Yeah. And um, I basically what I start, why I started doing this was, um, one, because people were writing into me so much about, about different stones or about their problems and asking what stones to use. So I'm kind of looking at the collective consciousness of humanity and what mm. they need at the moment. And, like, for March, I did Lapidolite, which is the Xanax of the crystal community. Mm. Um, Because there's just people. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) take note of that. Got it. (laughs) Lapidolite. Put a big piece in your underwear. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Um, (laughs) So, but that's, like, it's natural Xanax. Mm. Um, And I know there's just, you know, our climate right now, economically, politically. Yeah. Socially, yeah. is there's a there's a lot of uh, people with anxiety trauma right now in the field. with a lot of trauma. So, um, I thought that was a nice stone to feature. It's amazing. What advice would you give for people to deal with right now with the energy that's going on in the world? Like, how do you deal with it when there's so much going? Mm. Um, I take time for myself, and I make sure that I clear my body every day because if I'm not healthy for myself, I can't be healthy for my clients. So it's important. Mm. I I keep my fucking shit together, basically. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like a self-care routine? Yeah. What's that like? Yeah, what is your self-care? Um, well, I was telling you girls about the spiritual hygiene thing, mm. which is is most important. So um, sage or palo santo, mm. and then you're kind of getting into um, breath work, meditation, dumping other people's juju that you don't want to hold on to using sea salt scrubs in the bathroom is really great like Mm. get one that has like a nice lavender oil or something in it so it's it's pretty pretty and fancy um but that's also if you don't like using sage or palo santo or the smell or you don't want to burn smoke in your house that's also a good alternative to either use a salt scrub or actually get in an epsom salts bath Mm. Love that. What's like your beauty routine? You're so beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously though. Mm-hmm. Like what's your like self-care beyond spiritual self-care? Let's see. Really good cover up because I have jet lag all the time. Yeah. Aww. What is it like traveling? How do you? Oh man. She's by coastal. She lives in New York and LA. Mm. Yeah. What is like your secret as you travel? Like how do you stay? Oils. Ooh, mm. what kind of oils? Um, well, I use emu oil. Like emu the bird. Like emu pee? 
Like, what is it? Pee? No, I don't put pee on my face. (laughs) I mean, I'm open to it, but... I think I'd try it. (laughs) Emu oil. Emu oil. Mm -hmm. My acupuncturist, who's like 80 years old and looks 50, basically was like, this is my secret. And I um, bought it immediately on Amazon Prime. We'll link it. It's really, it's like super thick. Don't go, like, don't go on a, don't put that on your face and go on a date Mm. because you look like an oil slick. Totally. um, (laughs) Yeah, but it's really good for your face. Aurelia is probably my uh, favorite skincare line, I guess, that's out there. But yeah, I use a ton of, a ton of different oils on my face and just especially traveling on the plane, like, your skin just gets really dry. Yeah, and so I love true. Blink Mascara. It's the Japanese mascara. Hmm. Oh, my God. Because oh my God. it doesn't um, it doesn't smudge. Oh, really? Yeah. They so, always do weird shit with their makeup. They do. Stuff. I'm like, what do you do? They're so advanced. <laughs> so advanced. I'm like, what do you do to make that do that? <laughs> you know? Like, what kind of chemical is that? Um, I just have a last question. More of yes. like a, a business question. Um, so you were in fashion for 15 years and then you kind of trans transition into starting your own business. Now you're working with great brands. Yes. You have great products. You're kind of working on your own. What advice would you give for someone that's looking to start their own business doing what they love? Well, I would just say to make sure it really brings you joy because if that's something, you know, as an entrepreneur, if you're going to start a business, you're working 15 to 18 hours a day. So you better... Make sure that you love what you do. Mm. Um, don't go into it for the money, right? Because you're going to be working all the time and you probably won't be turning a profit for a while. Totally. I would say, I mean, if someone was going to talk to me, I'd say come do an intuitive business building session with me mm-hmm. because I, as being an entrepreneur of probably about 15 years, I always pretty much work for myself. I would say, you know, we can tap in and I do everything from channeling what people's logos or um, what their mantra for the company may be to, um, I'm like, I know someone with red curly hair is going to walk in. That's the person you need to hire. So I do hiring, hiring and firing with people, uh, places to locate Mm -hmm. a factory, or I've had people come, they're like, hey, I have 50 grand, where should I put it in the stock market? And I help them figure that out. Um, all kinds of things. Wow. What do I invest in? Colleen told us that. to hire an intern for our Chloe. 30, our Chloe. Our and Chloe. Our Chloe. Little Chloe. And she, and she is, showed up and she's perfect. She's perfect. Yeah. Like she's just It's what we described, right? Yeah. yeah. She's the bomb. Killing it. So that would be good. Yeah. So for anyone yeah. that's looking to start a business or anything, anyone with anything, questions on relationships, life, like Colleen is a great resource. And now that you're doing Skype sessions, that's going to be major. great, especially for the Almost 30 listeners. Absolutely. Yeah. So how can our listeners connect with you? Um, well, they can go on my website, stylerituals.com. Mm-hmm. Your website's the bomb. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Who, who, who's Thank behind you. that? Uh, two amazing girls that have been longtime friends of mine. Um, so that was something for me when I started looking around doing this business. You know, I knew I wanted to incorporate fashion into what I did, and I wanted it to be really beautiful. And I had noticed that, you know, a lot of the healing websites that were already out there, it's like... They weren't, um, you know, they weren't speaking in English to their clients or you couldn't pay online or, you know, all these things that you need is like a modern business. Mm. Um, So, you know, I made mine funny and pretty and I wanted it to kind of feel like a boutique when people came to it. So it's almost like when you're purchasing a service, it's like you're purchasing shoes or clothes. 
Um, so two girls helped me. Um, one mm. girl, Ava Geyser, who is the founder of a company called Office of One, and she is a conscious brander. Mm, and cool. she's totally amazing. Um, she started the Dove Real Women campaign. Um, she's worked with Amex and Coke and Whole Foods and all these companies working Love on um, you know, brand strategy, really. So she, she's been instrumental in starting this business. She was there with me at the beginning. And then also a girl named Catherine Killeffer, who uh, Rinnekin Designs. Every it's the first thing everybody asked me who did the sketches. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, Catherine Killeffer is the one that did all of the fashion sketches for my cool. site. Yeah, and they're stunning. And your site's exactly that. It's like that's what I felt like when I met you. I'm like, oh, you're like the psychic and shaman for people of our age. You know, like that can connect and like be real and be funny and be like. You know, one hundred percent. It's like, amazing. Yeah, communicate with us. So on Instagram, we just want to oh, go back. Yeah. Instagram is style underscore rituals. Someone stole style rituals. If you are out there, she's got like three followers. Shut up. <laughs> In one picture, messenger. Like, Why are you doing messenger. this to me? <laughs> or maybe it's a bot. Like that's a good Instagram name, so I could see why they would someone would take that. Yeah, I could see that. She's a photographer. Oh, really? With no pictures, just message her and say, "Give it up." up. Yeah, (laughs) just say, "Give it up." The gig's up. Instagram's not for you. I also know that you have. I don't know. Like, say something like personal that you maybe know about her. That you pick up from her. (laughs) Spirit told me you're a loser. <laughs> Ladies, that's fucked up. I'm not doing that. I know. She would not that do that. That is fucked up. Yeah. So starrituals.com. We'll link everything. We'll link all the tarot cards that you use. We'll link um, the Crystal oh, Covey. We'll link Thank the you. lunation reading that we did. Um, on the Goop website, she has um, the energy clearing kit, which is amazing. And then there's also the crystal bag, the medicine bag, which medicine has bag. really great crystals. And it has citrine. It has the eight essential crystals that every girl needs in her arsenal. That Ooh. was done on on purpose, right? Mm. Because, you know, you need to start somewhere and crystals can be really vast and yeah. overwhelming. Yeah. So, you know, giving people crystals for business and love and tapping into their own intuition and grounding, right? Mm. This is like, that's where you need to start so that you can tap in better, clearer. Yes. Mm. I think you just bought those, my friend. She did? Um, yeah, of Goop. Cool. Um, that's so amazing. Oh, mm-hmm. I can't wait for our listeners to. Mm-hmm. They're going to love it. And then you can yeah. connect with Colleen, get a reading on Skype or in person for the people that are in LA. Highly and New York. And New York. In New York highly, yes. highly, highly. And highly Nashville. Recommend. Nashville. Because I'm crazy. teaching shaman school. Really? Wow. Yeah. I started cool. teaching shaman school. Cool. So cool. I'd be intimidated to be at a shaman school. Because it's like people are so spiritual. It's like I would, you know, like the people in the room are like. Well, isn't it only people up? in the room are like well, really in tune? You get a, you get a little bit of everybody. I think mm. the I think the the like shaman one oh one training is for everyone, and mm. I say that in the way that you want to learn self awareness and self care and self actualization mm. and kind mm. of figure out who you are and how you communicate that to the world Love and how that. you communicate with other people. Um, you know, I think it it kind of you know helps people maybe get away 
get away from, you know, doing some other types of therapies that it's like, oh, I'm going to therapy, but it's just not working. Totally. Um, when I get people that say things like that to me, I recommend they start taking um, like the Shaman 101 classes, even if they never go on to be a healer, mm. because this is just really about doing all that self-work mm. and then go go on with what, you, with what you're doing. Amazing. So you it's know? like a self-workshop. Yeah, love yeah. That. Sort your shit out, yeah. you know? I love that. Be, be a good human and be self-aware and learn how to learn how to talk to people. That's mm-hmm. what it is. And then, you know, once you get through that and you're still like, well, I want to work with cards and crystals too, then, you know, fly to fly to South America and get the, cool. the big training. Take ayahuasca. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it this year. Yeah, I'm scared. I, w- yeah, I'm scared. I would open a door to another dimension and like. We can only hope. Yeah, I don't know, man. You may see me there, or I'd be like, everywhere. or I'd just like see my mom and be like, yeah. I actually do love you. <laughs> You're like, okay, <laughs> puking, shitting everywhere. Well, yeah, yeah, you have to be okay with public puking and shitting. Mm-hmm. Puking, yeah, fine, fine. Okay. shitting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, thank you so much for being here. We love you, you so much. You. Thank you. You're then you're almost 30 resident shaman. Literally. Vogue and almost 30. Is that okay resident. with you? Lady, I'm way over 30. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we need to, our name. Is yeah, really we're done with our name. Killing us yeah. today. We're kind of quitting our um, name. <laughs> you're quitting your name? Yes. Everyone's okay. like, we're over 30. We're almost 30. I'm, I'm like, not 30 yet. You can still yet. listen. There's no law. Yeah. There isn't. And it's just a state of mind. Yeah. Feeling we gotta, groovy. We got fi- to fine tune that. Maybe we'll Feeling ask. Feeling groovy. <laughs> um, all right. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.